Hello and welcome back to the Go For Two podcast. I'm Liam, your host, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Patrick for a lovely Week 14 preview. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Tired today after a Christmas party last night. 3.30 a.m. I got home and I've turned 30 now, so it's far past my bedtime. 3, 3 a.m., mate. Absolutely, yeah. I know. I was thinking, I, I managed to see um, on my fantasy football app, because I've got Devontae Adams in, in teams and Josh Jacobs in teams, I managed to keep constantly like turn on the game last night for 30 seconds at a time when the ball was near the end zone just to see if I got any fantasy points. Everyone was at the bar like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'll just see if Josh, Josh uh, Jacobs can get himself another 20 or 30 yards. That'd be nice. But uh, unfortunately, it was not the uh, the most entertaining game. Um, we're here to talk about week 14. We'll talk about last night's game a little bit and then we'll, we'll do a preview Sunday. Um, Rams win 17-16 with their star quarterback, Baker Mayfield, being 22 for 35, 230 yards, one pass and TD. But I guess the most impressive thing, mate, that everyone's talking about is the, I think it was 90, was it 98-yard drive um, <laughs> to win the game? Uh, what did you think of uh, his performance slash, I guess, the Rams beating a pretty bad Raiders team? Yeah, I mean, if you take away the two touchdown drives near the end of the game, it was absolutely abysmal, wasn't it? As you'd expect from someone that's been in the building for two days, it's the hardest job in the world to come into, isn't it? Yeah. In sports, that is, to come in as a quarterback. It's not like it's uh, football, is it? You just say, just get in a six-yard box <laughs> ten, for ten minutes. It's um, Yeah, so, but the, the, the final drive was... Amazing. Obviously, had a couple of penalties in there as well, which is boneheaded Raiders. But two throws in particular were absolutely brilliant, to be honest. The one to Skoronic was an incredible throw and catch. That was one of his best of his career. Yeah. And then, obviously, the touchdown to Van Jefferson was also a great throw where he kind of caught the corner and pressed man, didn't he? And he had no help over the top, and that was it. Yeah, great. I was I was actually really really pleased for the guy. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, I agree as well. And this is like um, save your sort of career time, isn't it, for a quarterback like this? Obviously, there's not 40 quarterbacks probably in the NFL better than Baker Mayfield. He'll always try and have a job, but he'll probably want to try and be a spot starter, like a Jared Goff, I guess, at the moment, or a Geno Smith sort of type. As a Geno's playing incredibly well, but at the start of the season, he was seen as like a bridge. And unfortunately, if you bake a Mayfield, that's kind of what you got to hope for. And then you want to have a year like Gino and then become the starter. I think that's kind of his whole career now, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I think this season is going to help him with the Rams, put some stuff on tape. It seems like Sean McVay likes him. Um, he's always been quite, I don't know, I know the Odell stuff's a bit different, but it seems like most of the players in his team like him, especially uh, from an offensive point of view. And it seemed like the players last night got behind uh, behind him. So hopefully he has a good season. Um it was a hell of a drive, like you said. I know the Raiders kind of made a few mistakes. They did all night, to be honest. But still, after being in the door for like day and a half, probably hardly seen the playbook, um, I thought he did well. And then also, did you see his comments about um, how he booked a flight to LA before the waiver wire had even happened? He was that confident he was going to the Rams. I don't know if that was true. but then <laughs> That's him... definitely not true. Come on. Yeah, he, he said, oh, I was so confident. I booked a flight immediately when I was released to LA before I'd even hit the waiver wire. And I was like... Uh, sounds like a good thing to say for Baker Mayfield, but I don't think it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, same. But like you said, though, he was definitely in career rescue mode now, isn't he? So yeah. that will do him no harm, as will kind of the next kind of four games to put on tape for him, like you said. So 
I think he lands somewhere maybe next season where he's kind of 1A, 1B, that kind of situation, and he plays. I don't think you're going to take him in on a three-year deal anywhere, and he's your starter, are you? But he's, I think he no. can be a 1B somewhere for sure. It's got the Colts football team written all over it, but eventually they've got to actually draft someone, but it's got their names <laughs> their names written all over it, I think. But we'll see. Um, in terms of the Raiders, yeah, it's another bad loss. I think they up double digits again, weren't they? And They've had more double-digit losses this season, I think, than any team in the last 10 years. So, uh, Well, they've led by double-digit, sorry, and then lost a the game. So, yeah, it's been a pretty terrible season for the Raiders. They won a couple of games. I think that probably does save Josh McDaniel's job, but I think he's lucky because if he could have lost a couple of those overtimes, mate, I think uh, he could be on the hot seat in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, I agree with you. They were having a bit of a renaissance, weren't they? But now at 5-8, and eight, with four teams ahead of them, for the wild card race that are outside the playoffs currently, it seems impossible now for them to get there. So, yeah, terrible, terrible loss for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, agree. Um, cool. On to Sunday then. We've got a few teams on by, but there's still loads of games to talk about. Um, we will start with your team, mate, on Sunday. The Eagles at the Giants. Uh, this is always a fun matchup with these two sets of fan bases. Uh, Eagles are favoured on the road by seven and a half points. Uh, so just <laughs> over the hook there of seven. Uh, I'll pass over to our resident Eagles fan, mate. What do you think about the spread? Is that too light, yeah. too heavy? What are your thoughts? The spread's too big for me as far as the NFC East fan <laughs> goes. Do you know what I mean? You've yeah, seen too I, many of these games now, haven't you? Yeah, seen far too many. I would I would snap your hand off for a one-point terrible game victory right now and just move on. It's, it's Yeah, it's come to the tricky point of the schedule as far as the division goes because all, all the four teams are kind of hovering over the playoffs, aren't they? I know Washington just sit outside after that tie last week. But, yeah, the Eagles really, really want to be kind of tying up the one seed in the next few weeks, which can which can happen. And they've got to win this game. The spread for me is too big. I, I really think this will come down to maybe like a field goal game. The, the Giants always kind of, no matter how they're playing, they always up their game in a um, divisional divisional matchup so yeah I, real, I couldn't make my mind up about that tie last week and whether it was it was really good for the Giants because they are currently ahead of Washington do you know what I mean and uh, yeah but it felt like they should have won the game you know they really should have won that game yeah but I think the tie is not the worst thing in the world when it comes to the kind of the record so maybe the Seahawks are the biggest team to benefit yeah. from that tie last week, aren't they? But yeah, as far as this spread, you're going to have to give me the, the Giants, but I think the Eagles are going to win this game. Yeah, and we get to see the wonderful battle of the Commanders and Giants happen again next week. I just find that hilarious that Commanders have to go Giants by Giants. <laughs> I just think that's Yeah, it's Sunday night football as well, isn't it, next week? Yeah. Yeah, they moved it to Sunday Night Football. We've just seen the two teams tie, so why not bang it on Sunday Night Football where we can just see a disaster again? But, um, of course, there was a tie in the uh, NFC East this year. That just seems like it's bound to happen. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I put Giants plus seven and a half. I just think it spreads too big. Um, this whole division is a little bit wonky in terms of how close they play each other. Obviously, it is in New York as well, or New Jersey. Um, so there'll be a lot of home fans there. I think Daniel Jones is probably having a pretty good season, to be honest. Um, so I think that if he plays well, doesn't turn the ball over and the run game's good, then 
they can keep it relatively close. But unfortunately, if the Giants give up the run, then we know what the Eagles can do. They can just kill teams. But I think I'm going to go plus seven and a half as well. Um, like you said, Eagles fighting for that one seed. They're not far away now if they get a few wins. And the Giants are uh, randomly in the playoff hunt. So they need to win this game as well. Um, I don't know what you thought. We spoke about him before. And he is a massive topic in the NFL. I think most people are probably bored with it. But as an Odell fan, I'm not bored with it. Does it feel like Giants are the front runners now? After the whole Cowboys, that that was weird to me. That the fact they've been courting him for so long, he comes in the building and then they're releasing to the press how bad his knee is, and it's just like, oh, this is just so Jerry Jones that he obviously, I maybe the knee is bad, but I think it's more the fact that they had talk about money. Jerry Jones doesn't want to pay, and it does seem now like the Giants are the favourites in the clubhouse. He's been on a podcast this week saying he'd love to play with Saquon again, um, and for me, I don't think it makes sense at all. Um, but for nostalgia purposes, it'd be quite cool to see Odell and Saquon playing together again for the Giants. Yeah, it does. I don't. I don't think he's going to play this season. Do you? Well, I think he'll play in the playoffs, but I think if he goes to the Giants, that that, that might not matter. So, uh, yeah. I think if he went to the Bills, he would play again. But yeah, I think if he goes to the Giants, it could be like a two-year deal, and then we're probably going to see him next season, aren't we? Yeah, that that kind of makes sense for him, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm just not sure how much he's going to contribute. He's definitely not going to play in the regular season, is he? For anyone, uh, no chance. No, in the next month, basically now we're at armour. So. Yeah, great. Uh, on to the next game then, another um, East battle, but over to the AFC. Um, Jets at Bills. Obviously, Jets got the better of uh, the Bills in New York earlier in the season. The Bills are favoured at home by ten and a half points. So again, you get the hook there just past the ten. I know ten is not as key number as seven, but a lot of games finish. Um, with 10 in the NFL. Uh, I'll go first. I'm kind of sticking with double New York here. Uh, I think the Jets played so well against the Bills. They really gave that. The O-line for the Bills has played better, I think, than maybe I thought. But all preseason, me and you said the O-line was their biggest weakness by far. And I think the Jets have got the front that can exploit it. And obviously, Source can cover digs as best as probably anybody in the league can at the moment, especially with Jalen Ramsey having a bad season. So I'm going to go Jets plus 10 and a half. I don't think Mike White will be anywhere near as good as he was last week, but I think maybe the defence will be a little bit better than it has been um, in terms of letting up scores. And I think that the Jets can probably lose by a touchdown but cover the spread. Yeah, I have to get with you there. It's a, it's a really, really big spread. But, mate, they should have won that game in Minnesota last week. They yeah, should, yeah. They I should. did not like the calls on 3-1 and one or 4-1 and one at the goal line, basically. I wasn't really... a Massive fan of those, but Mike White, I mean, he played great for... I mean, you're asking Mike White to throw the ball 57 times in a game, so it was... Even though they also had Zonovan Knight had a, a great game on the ground, but they controlled the game a lot, to be honest. I mean, when, when Minnesota scored, it was, felt like it was like kind of quick hitters, but, yeah, they just couldn't get in the end zone. On this game, I'm, I'm going to go with you. I think this can be a close game. I think the Bills probably... Obviously, they've got more talent on offence and that might show through in the end. But they played them so well in New York, didn't they? Well, I can't remember yeah. about a month ago now, wasn't it? But, yeah, you're going to have to give it the Jets in this game. I think it's a really good game, actually. I thought this could have been on Sky with the Eagles being on last week. And then, obviously... They go, they go Eagles-Giants, did they, again? Yeah, they've gone Eagles-Giants, which did surprise me. I mean, the Eagles two weeks in a row, to be honest, but... I thought this was a great game. I actually think this is a better game than the Eagles-Giants, you know, just looking as an NFL yeah. fan. But 
Yeah, yeah. There's, I think there's a lot of talent, isn't there, on the Jets' defense and their wide receiver room that just makes this game fun. Um, as long as you don't get a terrible quarterback day, um, I think it, it could be a good game. Um, and it's fun. It's in Buffalo, isn't it? So the atmosphere is going to be good, and it'll probably be extremely cold. So um, anything can happen. But yeah, I'm with you. I just think the spread's just too big. And uh, I think we both quite believed in the Jets this year. I think we both love their defense, which. Um, it's a very young defense as well, so I think that bodes well for the future. Um, next game then, certainly one I won't be watching. Browns at Bengals. Um, Watson wasn't very good uh, last That's week, as, an- <laughs> as anticipated. Um, will he improve in this start? Maybe, just because obviously he's got another game under center, but it's against a much better defense. But I suppose there's going to be less kind of other stuff surrounding the game with the fact it not being in Houston. Bengals coming off their uh, Super Bowl win that I'm still upset about. Uh, Bengals are favoured at home. I thought this would be bigger than this. They're favoured at home by five and a half points. thought it might be seven. But Browns obviously absolutely killed them in Cleveland recently. Um, this is a very similar... I know most division games are tight, but it does feel like the AFC North a little bit, like the NFC East in terms of the games always feel tight. They always feel close. They always feel like it's going down to a final drive. Or the underdog seems to always win the game. So... Um, I've gone Bengals minus five and a half just because I think they're going to carry on that momentum from last week. Um, they've got the far superior quarterback, far superior weapons, um, far superior defensive coaching staff as well. I think the Browns' defensive coaching staff has been terrible this year. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. Um, I think maybe to cover, they're going to have to get a late touchdown or something just to take it over the five and a half. But um, yeah, I said last week, can't be back into Sean. So I'm going Bengals. Oh, no, I mean, the, the the spread for me is too small going on last week's before. He, he was actually genuinely dreadful last week. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah. Not even just saying that because uh, I hate him. But... Absolutely dreadful. <laughs> like, he, he didn't look anything, he didn't look like he had kind of any trait of any kind of elite NFL player. So maybe, I, I, I'm going to presume he's going to improve as the season goes on, but minus five and a half, you're going to have to give it the Bengals who are on some kind of roll and really are. I mean, they're still not not winning the division. Baltimore's still leading the division, but it feels to me like the Bengals are going to win it because they've got that momentum. And obviously, we don't know about Lamar, do we? So, yeah, giving the Bengals in this. Lamar been injured again, unfortunately. May um, as well stick with that game, stick with that division, to be honest. So, Ravens at Steelers. Um, I'm pretty sure Lamar's not going to play. I haven't actually seen that confirmed, but it was a one to three week injury as well. He managed to kind of miss any huge season ending, which is nice, but still injured for this week. Um, it's in Pittsburgh and the Steelers are favoured at home by two and a half. I think if Lamar was playing, this would be maybe three and a half the other way or two and a half the other way. But it is Steelers minus two and a half. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? Pick it playing better, I think, than he probably was in the, the earlier weeks. Ravens defence still seems a bit up and down to me. Yeah, I mean, we really picked him up, didn't we? Kind of yeah, we did. season, and, and they're still winning the division, which is crazy that uh, the Bengals feel like they've been on a roll for about a month now, but Baltimore's still winning the division. Oh, I don't know, mate. This is a, a Pittsburgh, uh, not not as bad as I thought they were either. I was really down on them at the start of the season, and the pick it, he, he has looked better, hasn't he? He has. I think Fryer move's been good as well, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he has. He kind of that's his kind of like blanket, isn't it? Which you know every rookie kind of latches on somewhere, don't they? But yeah, great win in Atlanta last week. I just oh, think great win. He, he looked he looked so poised at times. I think that's what you need 
he, he looked really kind of shaky and panicked, didn't he, at the start of um, the season? But yeah, he's come on and done well. As far as this goes, I like Huntley, the Ravens quarterback, and I'm going to go Ravens in this game. I, I, I really like him. I don't think they're going to miss that much of a beat without Lamar because it's a similar system, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, give me the Ravens in this game. I think this is going to be a good game, actually. It's a similar system, and the Ravens' passing game has been awful in the last five weeks, no matter who's played quarterback. So yeah. it does feel like it's kind of defense, special teams, run the ball, and have a coach that makes really good decisions. I think they won by one point, did they, last week with Huntley last week? And it just feels like every game is going to be close if he's the quarterback. Um, yeah, I've gone Ravens as well. I'm just going to take the points with a better team, better coaching staff. I don't know if it's a better quarterback or not, but I don't think it's miles off. So I'm going to go Ravens plus two and a half as well. Um, I think Steelers are what five and seven? Is it yes, five and seven? Five and seven. Of winning. Any hopes? That's any hopes of a playoff? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I was going to say any hopes of them getting in the playoffs now with this record? Yeah, I think yes. Obviously, they've got to win. Yeah. But with the Jets hanging around at the seventh seed, you're kind of in your mind, Jets with Mike White at quarterback, you're thinking about you might can they really kind of hang on? The Chargers look so inconsistent. I don't really like New England. Um the Browns they were the same record as the Steelers. I don't see those after this week if they get beat by the Bengals. I think the I think the Steelers have got an outside chance, which you know never have said that a month ago. I'd have laughed at you. Mm. Yeah, and then when Pickett came in and threw what was it three interceptions and got a one-yard QB sneak touchdown, and Twitter was going crazy. I was just like, yeah, I wouldn't imagine the Steelers could get what would it be six wins if they win this weekend. That just seems like miles away. And Tomlin could, even if he doesn't get in the playoffs, he could get that crazy streak going, can't he, of not finishing below five hundred, which just seems nuts to me. Because after this, they've got the Panthers, the Raiders, the Ravens again, and the Browns. Mate, that's a schedule where you think you put a few together there. You can make the playoffs, can't you? Or, like you said, crawl back to that 500 and he keeps the record. But, yeah, interesting yeah. team down the stretch. They win this week. Nine wins is not out of the cards, is it? I don't think. I know it's not out of the cards even if they lose this week. But it feels like if they somehow beat the Ravens, they could be in for, for nine wins, which is crazy. <laughs> crazy. It's absolutely mental, to be honest with you, yeah. This is Tom Tomlin being Tomlin. Um, I think this might be the biggest spread of the season. Texans at Cowboys. Uh, Texans going back to Davis Mills at quarterback. Uh, and Cowboys are favoured at home after a couple of huge wins recently. They killed the Colts in that fourth quarter. That was nuts. Um, Cowboys are favoured by 17 and a half. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of think I know where we're both going here. Uh, I'm going to go Texans plus 17 and a half. Yes, I think the Cowboys win the game. Um, do I think the Texans have improved at quarterback again? Definitely. Davis Mills is far better than Allen, regardless of if he's been worse this season. He still has the highs of one or two drives where he can just dink and dunk. A couple of big throws down the middle of the field, use his size, and he can get the ball down and score 13 points in three drives. And that makes 17 and a half a lot harder to cover if you can get to 13, 17 points. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go Texans. Yes, I think the Cowboys win the game, but I just think Texans, if you got Mills, Collins, Brandon Cooks and a, a decent offensive line. They can maybe get to 20 points and just make this an impossible, not impossible, but a difficult spread to cover. Yeah, I mean, I can't have that spread, even though I've been burned a couple of times by Houston. 
this this season of big spreads back in them, but I have to go for there's gonna be no doubt that this game's gonna be won by the Cowboys, is there? So No. This would be in a lot of people's accumulators, wouldn't it? For people that do like to bet on uh, the NFL. I feel like our Cowboys are like twenty to one on, but I'll just stick them in to, to <laughs> add a bit of value. We'll to stick get away. Yeah, just, yeah. Um next game like, then. I feel like Houston Ooh. could uh, lock up the one seed basically yeah. because they've got Cowboys, Chiefs, Titans, next three. That is a lock, isn't it? Yeah, I think they're the one seed. I think they're your uh, Bryce Young QB. Yeah. I think for the QB team for the future. But um, hey, you never know. If the Chiefs play as bad as they did last week, Texans might sneak a win in the fourth quarter. We'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> next game then. This is the weirdest spread of the week. It has changed a lot, but it's got weirder. Uh, Vikings at Lions. Vikings are basically, I think they, they win the division if they win this week. Incredible season in terms of record. Nobody believes in them hardly. And they are underdogs against the Lions. So the Lions are favoured by one and a half points. And I think we all know where I'm going to go if you listen to this podcast. Of course, I'm going to go the Vikings plus one and a half. When the spread's this low, you are probably just picking which team's going to win. Um, and I think if this was three, Vikings minus three, I'd still pick the Vikings. So I have to take them with the points. I just think they're a better team. Yes, the Lions can score. Um, Jared Goff's playing well. I don't know if you saw it this week. There's some Jared Goff stick around, build around him. I used I saw the word, the phrase build around him on an ESPN show. Um, I'm not quite sure I believe in that, but the offense is playing well, but I still think the Vikings, uh, especially with Justin Jefferson playing this well. I just think they're too good. I think they'll win this game. It'll probably be closer than it should be, but I think they win by a field goal plus. Yeah, I mean, I have to go with you on the Vikings. It's just too too obvious and a pick. But what I would say is this is going to be the one game this season where I am fully behind Dan Campbell because an, um, an Eagles win and the Vikings lost. Basically, the one seed is there for the Eagles. So. Apart from Dallas, obviously. Apart from Dallas, but, you know, they had a couple of games back. So it's... <laughs> And the Eagles hate, got the Bears Dallas, so we week. can't talk about them. <laughs> yeah, Eagles got the Bears next week, so I feel quite confident in that. So, yeah, I think this could be a good game. You know, I mean, the Lions put it on the Jags last week, didn't they? Big time. Oh yeah. How um, wrong was I about that game? Oh, Trevor oof. Lawrence, by far the better quarterback. Look at the offense. Doug Peterson, like forty <laughs> to three or something, wasn't it? I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was, it was at some point. Yeah, but no, no this could be a good game. This is another game that um, could have been on Sky, but. Yeah, you the spread. I mean, you got to go Vikings, don't you? It seems seems madness, really. But well, have they won ten games or eleven Vikings, ten. Uh, on ten, yeah, at the moment. Yeah, ten win team, and they're underdogs. The damn Gamble Lions. That is nuts. Um, unfortunately, the Vikings are just a bit of a madness, aren't they, at the moment? Um, I also think this is the biggest total. Uh, it's not of the day because of Chargers Dolphins, but it is the biggest total um, of the basically early window before Sunday Night Football. So. Um, yeah, it's going to be. I think there'll be points. I do agree with them that there'll be points, but I think the Vikings will win by field goal plus. Um, last game of the 6 p.m. state, then, really good one, actually. Um, again, I, maybe I just believe in the Jags too much. I don't know why I'm saying this is a really good game. Uh, Jags at the Titans. Titans are favoured at home by three and a half. So you do get the hook. Um, I feel like last year, though, with AJ Brown, the spread was six and a half, which it was, actually. Um, so it's funny to see the Jags struggle again, but maybe. People do see that Trevor Lawrence is playing better and, and the spread's not quite the same. What are your thoughts on this one? Obviously, Titans, for me, have won the division, but they probably won another couple of wins to sew it up. Uh, there's no chance for me they're going to get a top two seed now, I don't think, in the AFC. So they're kind of just playing for the postseason now. I think they've got enough motivation to go out there and 
win this game by more than a field goal? Um, they, they need to go out there and win this game because they're going to be playing someone very hard <laughs> in the playoffs <laughs> if they don't move up. <laughs> they, yes. I mean, they've sat the fourth seed at the moment. They, they really could do to put a few wins together to move up. Otherwise, it could be one and done again in the playoffs at home again. You see, they're currently slated to play the Bengals, which is like a bit of a rivalry, isn't it? Then you've got the Dolphins lurking behind there. So the last couple of weeks for Tennessee, I mean, they were the two seed, weren't they? I think three weeks ago. The last couple of weeks has been a disaster, really, when you kind of look at that. I mean, the Eagles as well last week. I mean, it was a, it was obscene at times that you thought this was a, a team that could compete in the playoffs. I mean, they looked like a, a JV team against the yeah. Eagles at times. Couldn't stop anything at all. So that's doesn't bode well. As far as this game goes, I'm not sure how good Lawrence's toe is going to be. Oh, I can't actually believe that that's all that the injury was at some time because it looked like his leg was going to rip off. Oh, that was nuts, that tackle, wasn't it? Bent him right back. Yeah, it was. It's somehow all he got from that was an injured toe, which is unbelievable. Really, I feel like I'd still be on a stretcher somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be me. Right, I need to go to a warm country, three weeks by the pool, rest and recuperation, yeah, <laughs> and need no, surgery, yeah. whereas Trevor Lawrence is like practicing on Tuesday, which is nuts to me. Yeah, so I'd love the Jags to win this game. I'm going to go Titans on the spread, minus three and a half. Just, just think... Still a better all-round team, although they're not looking good at the moment. No, Yeah, and I agree with you, actually, about what you said about the, the defence just looking JV for a defence that's actually really good. So, I mean, all the stats are good, the players are good. They were terrible last week. But I'd actually say the offensive line, I thought, looked really bad. I thought Tannehill just had no time at all last week, which does worry me for them going, going into the playoffs because... Yeah, apart from maybe the Chiefs and the Bills now, unfortunately, we haven't spoken about it yet, obviously, but they, we should have maybe mentioned it earlier, but Von Miller's out for the season um, with an ACL injury. They went in to do surgery on the meniscus and saw that the ACL was torn, which just sucks for, for Von. But maybe apart from the Chiefs and Bills, the rest of the pass rushes are going to be really good. And even the Chiefs and Bills have got a couple of interior guys that are amazing. So um, it does feel like the Titans' offensive line plays as bad as it did last week. They're going to get whooped in the playoffs. But, but we'll see. Vrabel always turns it around. But on that note, I thought I'd give us our first uh, difference for the week. I'm going to go Jags plus three and a half. I feel like I've probably picked the Jags too much this season. Maybe next week, for next week, I'll go back and look and I might have picked Jags like 13 of the 14 weeks. That's what it feels like I've done. Um, but I'll go Jags plus three and a half. Titans probably win by a field goal, though, and the Jags. And the Jags covered by half a point. Jag, Jags have got a really interesting schedule, you know, to end the season. There's only one game that's kind of meaningless. They've got the Tennessee twice, they've got the Cowboys in Jacksonville, and they've got the Jets on the road. I feel like they could play spoiler quite a lot somewhere down the line. They're going to knock the Jets out of the bloody playoffs, aren't they? Yeah, like they could, that's in New York as well. That's Christmas weekend, man. I think it's Thursday night football, actually, Christmas weekend. That'd be quite a good game with that defence against that offence. Yeah, for sure. Um, cool. On to the 9pm games. The first Patrick Mahomes game to ever be flexed out of Sunday night football. We have Chiefs at Broncos. Thanks, Russell, for that. Um, Chiefs are favoured on the road by eight and a half. So it is over the seven, which does worry I me. Mean, obviously, Chiefs were absolutely terrible last week. Broncos have been terrible all season, so I don't quite know what to expect from this game, to be honest. Um, Broncos are now the number one defence in the NFL by most metrics, but their offence is like bottom two in everything. Uh, I think Russell's probably getting worse 
the offensive line has actually looked. Me and you actually said all season, all summer actually, the offensive line is awful for a quarterback that can't move anymore. Um, but the defense has just been absolutely incredible. Um, we spoke about him before. Browning's played incredible as a linebacker, so they're probably going to feel confident they can slow the Chiefs down. But the Chiefs defense are definitely going to be <laughs> rubbing their hands together to try and hit Russell Wilson as much as possible. So yeah, um, I'll pick the Chiefs minus eight and a half. It's a division game. This is the only game in the division that normally isn't close. Not the Chiefs normally have close games against the Raiders and Chargers, and this game is a bit of a blowout. But um, yeah, as long as the Chiefs don't get too downhearted about last week and they come out and play, then I think they'll probably win this game by 10 to 13 points. Um, it's the lowest points total as well of uh, a Chiefs game for two seasons as well because of Russell Wilson. So yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs, but it's not going to be a good game, I don't think. Oh, no, it's not. You've got to play them twice, haven't you, for the uh, end of yeah. the season? Yes. They're both in prime time as well, originally. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, I've got to go the Chiefs. The... I know the Chiefs were bad last week, but the Broncos were worse. That 10-9 game, that was an absolute war <laughs> of attrition for anyone that watched it. Couldn't even imagine being in the stadium for that game. I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. So, it's got to be Chiefs this week. Man, I don't... The only wins I can see for De- um, for Denver is maybe maybe the Rams game that they've got on Christmas Day, but Seattle are rubbing their hands together. They're currently sat with a third pick in the draft. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That's isn't it. Yeah, it's that, but... and they've got to play obviously, like you said, the Chiefs twice and the Chargers, right? <clears throat> I know the Chargers are a bit up and down, but that should be three losses. So I don't think there's any way they finish with a like a. Um, a worse pick, I guess, if you're Seattle than pick four. That'd be my yeah, view. I absolutely. just can't see it. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that, yeah. <laughs> and then they got the Cardinals again. I know they're a bit up and down, but if Kyler plays well, Russ isn't going to keep up with Kyler and Hopkins playing well. That's uh-huh. Obviously, Kyler might not play well. That's not a given, is it? But, um, yeah, it's not been a good season for them. And it's a shame for the defence. You can definitely see that's why on the sidelines there's so many issues isn't there because the defense are playing incredible i saw a stat the other day that was like if the broncos just averaged 17 and a half points throughout the season they'd have 10 wins yeah unbelievable like that's how good the defense is it's nuts when you look at the scores you're like oh my god they're losing games so i'll say a team scored 10 against them teams have scored 16 16 17 12 um 9 10 16 it's like nuts how bad the offense has been but um yeah we'll see i don't think it's gonna be a fun game it's 905 as well so it's a bit earlier for uh people chiefs fans and broncos fans to go to bed <laughs> after, Get it out after this game. yeah because it might put you to sleep this game because andy reed will not be going for it in this game um next game then much more much more entertaining um bucks at 49ers i think this is quite a fun game to be honest 49ers are favored at home by three and a half I was surprised it was still three and a half. Obviously, Brock Purdy's going to play. Mr. Irrelevant. Um, played well last week. Obviously, we didn't do a pod on, on Monday because my work schedule was too busy. But I was surprised the Dolphins got hammered with him at quarterback. That is nuts to me. That's one of the craziest results of the season. Um, so, on that note, I've picked the Bucks plus three and a half because I don't think he can have two good games in a row. There's a reason someone gets picked at 200 and whatever it is, 56 or whatever the number is. Um, and that's because he's not good. <laughs> so, for me, I just... Just think there's no way Tom Brady's going to lose this game. And even if he does lose, I don't think it'll be more than a field goal. I don't think the 49ers will be able to put up enough points. The Bucks are going to sell out to stop the run. And uh, Chris Godwin's looked pretty good the last couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go Bucks plus three and a half. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I'm getting the books. There's no, I mean, I admit, I've seen some stuff about Brock Purdy this week, like it's <laughs> <laughs> like his Joe, Joe Montana or something. It's absolutely ridiculous, to be honest. But do you remember last week when we was talking about uh, the previous week, both the 49ers and the Dolphins had a terrible run game the week previous. Mate, the Dolphins last week, eight carries for 33 yards, and that was it. That was all. That is absolutely woeful. They need to be. I mean, I couldn't believe they got blew out either. That was a very one of the strangest results of the season. But as far as the 49ers go now, uh, you know, it's a bit of a shame, but there's absolutely no way that Brock Purdy's going to be playing deep into um, the, deep into January. I just can't see that at all. So A lot of people are still like, oh, do you think they can win the Super Bowl still? Because obviously defence, run game, their wide receivers are almost part of the run game because they can just get yak. But you got to look at it. I know some people think it's too much of a quarterback league, whatever, but come on. He's not going to win. He's not going to win. He might win one playoff game, but he ain't winning two. You you have to have someone at quarterback, don't you? No, there's there's absolutely no way. He wasn't even a great college quarterback. He wasn't even a good college quarterback, to be honest. (laughs) It's it's not happening. What's your uh, spread? I assume you're going Bucks, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going Bucks, definitely, yeah. Yeah, it is a shame. Um, a shame for the 49ers. I thought they were your biggest challenger, didn't you, I guess, as an Eagles fan? Or are you a bit more on the Dallas hype? But I, I thought 49ers were the biggest challenger to the Eagles. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with you on that. But it, it's just the Dallas, it's the rivalry thing, isn't it? That's kind of, yeah. I could stomach getting beat by the 49ers in the playoffs, but <laughs> not the Cowboys. I don't know if you could stomach getting beat by Purdy now. Though. Now he's the quarterback, we'll no see. Um, but yeah, I still think they'll make the playoffs. They've got too many wins to not make the playoffs. I haven't checked their schedule out, but um, I'm sure there's enough enough easy game, not easy, but winnable games for them to get to 10 wins. They just beat the Dolphins after all, so they can definitely do it. And the Bucks, they got, they got Seahawks, Washington, uh, Raiders, and Cardinals. So yeah, they should, they should win it. Yeah, they should get to nine wins at least and get into the playoffs, but 10 wins. Um, yeah, in terms of the Bucks' point of view, they haven't got the division sewn up at all yet, even though you think they would have by now of how bad that division's been. So they need to win this game and they just need to get, like we said before, it's got to the point now where they don't care about seeding. They just want to get in the playoffs and just see if Tom can make miracles. But they need to actually play well in some games um, to get that confidence up. And um, I think Vida Vea and Hicks are back now and that should should improve the run defence. Um, speaking about that, uh, NFC West, the Seahawks are our next team. Panthers at Seahawks. Seahawks are favoured at home by three and a half. Um, we never like to see people get injured, but I'm sure Seahawks fans and players are maybe slightly um, slightly happy that there's an easier chance for them to win the division. Because for me now, they probably should go on to win the division, mate, after that injury. Yeah, you, you, you take care of the games that you should do. Shouldn't they? I mean, they've got obviously the Carolina this week, then 49ers. That's the pivotal one. You knock off the 49ers, you should be winning the division because they've got the yep. Chiefs after that and then Jets and Rams both at home. So Should beat the Rams though, shouldn't they? Yeah, they should beat the Rams. You know, Jets is a Jets obviously a tough game, but you know, you should be looking. If you can beat the 49ers and have that included in three wins, you should be winning the division there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And they would be leading the division as well, wouldn't they, if they win the next two games, regardless of what the 49ers do this week. So, um, yeah. Oh, I know we said before that could they win the division? We said yes, they could. But they need to win the easy games. And obviously they did lose to the Raiders. And that was a, an example towards um, 
them not quite doing what they should. But Gino's still playing well, so I still believe in the offense. In terms of the spread, um, yeah, I just cannot take the Panthers in any game. So I don't think so. I'm going to take the Seahawks minus three and a half. I think they win by touchdown. DK Metcalf's played really well this season. Um, so those rookie corners. So I just think overall the Seahawks are going to win this game and Pete Carroll will probably run the ball an obscene amount, uh, I think, the second half just to do so. It's crazy. Do you know, I think it's crazy though, that the Seahawks have had this good a season. The Panthers are terrible. And it's only yeah. minus three and a half at home, isn't it? It's crazy. I can't believe it's not six and a half, to be honest. Yeah. Because Gino's played well as well, which does mean a lot in these matchups because quarterback is important. But we'll see if Sam Darnold can turn it on. Um, are you with me on the Seahawks? I yeah, yeah got to be, yeah, Seahawks. Oh, there's too many similar ones this week. Who's going to absolutely kill us? And have, we actually, have we actually got any differences this week? Jags and Titans so oh, far. Jags and Titans. I, just believe, I believe in Trevor Lawrence and that beautiful hair. That Clemson <laughs> hair is just too much. Clemson are dead now, so I've got to believe in something. It's Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sunday Night Football. Dolph, this is a great game, by the way. Dolphins at Chargers. I absolutely love this game. I think the spread is... I think the spread's wrong, but I also believe in the quarterback for the Chargers more than most people. So, um, yeah, Dolphins are Chargers. Dolphins are favoured on the road after getting blown out. They're favoured on the road by three and a half. The spread is probably fair if you take the whole season into account. I just think Justin Herbert can make magic happen. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? It feels like, for me, Chargers lose. They might be out of the playoff race. Yeah, great game this. Oh, yeah, Chargers, they cannot lose this game, can they? <laughs> And then yeah. that's uh, easier said than done. I mean, Miami have been one of the better teams this season, especially on offense. But I'd love to see Justin Herbert kind of come out and on Sunday night football and have a great game and lead them to a win. I'm just not sure, to be honest with you. Um, but the Dolphins were so bad last week. And the run game, I, I don't know what's wrong with it, to be honest. I mean, I, you thought when McDaniel came in, and I know the line is banged up, isn't it? But still, I would expect better than eight carries for 33 yards. So, this is a real tough one because I do want the Chargers to win. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> uh, go on. Give me Miami. Ooh. Miami minus three and a half. I would love to be wrong. I love, I'd love the Chargers to win this game. Yeah, I'm... Uh, it may be so dangerous as a seventh seed in the playoffs because if they can kind of put a couple of... Just put one good game plan together, they could knock off a high seed, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, it's going to be our second difference. and It's another three and a half spread. Uh, but I've gone, the other, I've gone actually plus three and a half both times. I'm going to go Chargers plus three and a half. Um, they got by far the better quarterback, which people aren't going to want to hear, especially Dolphins fans. But um, I think Herbert's just far, far superior. Um, offensive line's back at a little bit more healthy now. Um, obviously, the offensive coordinator is horrendous, so it'll still be a drag of a game for the Chargers on offense at times, but I think Herbert will make enough magic to, to do it. I do think Hill and Waddle are probably going to kill the Chargers. I think this game will go over the total. It's in the 50s, highest total of the week. Um, I think it flies over the total. I think this is a bit of a shootout, and I think Herbert will will go down and win it, uh, as he so often does in the fourth quarter of these games. So I'm going to go Chargers. Um, Monday Night Football, then, I will not be staying up for this game. Two teams I'm not the biggest fan of, I have to say. Uh, Patriots at the Cardinals. Um, do you want to guess the spread for this? Unless you've looked at it. No, 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 I've not looked. Uh, let me just have a quick look at these. Where is it? Is, is it in Arizona? It's in Arizona, yeah. Maybe two and a half for Arizona. 
Yeah, it's Patriots favoured by one and a half. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> which, yeah, which I just cannot believe that, that they are the favourites. That probably says where I'm going. But um, I think Matt Jones is just looking terrible at the moment. Uh, obviously, receivers are the receivers. Um, the young secondary is quite good. Obviously, you've got all the Joneses in the world. They've got Jack Jones, Marcus Jones. I can't remember the other Jones' name. They've got every Jones. Um, so I think the defence is playing well. Bill Belichick obviously coaches up every defence, doesn't he? But yeah, the offence has just been terrible. I know the Cardinals are very, very up and down, but Hopkins has played incredible since he's come back. I think he's the number one wide receiver in fantasy football um, and half PPR since he's come back. So for me, Kyler plays, Hopkins plays. It doesn't really matter what else happens around them. I think they can win a game by a field goal. So I'm going to go Cardinals plus one and a half, um, but I will not be watching this game. No, yeah. I'm not even sure I'll watch it in 40 minutes, to be honest with you. But um, <laughs> Such a strange season for the for the Cardinals, to be honest, isn't it? So it's a bit of a... Well, it's definitely a lost one. So, yeah. yeah. Go on, just give me New England, just for a little difference. Why not? They need to win this game. The Cardinals, it doesn't mean anything to believe that New England are even in the playoff hunt, to be honest. Oh, it's, absolutely, it's an absolute joke. It's the same as last season. They better not sneak in there and then get smashed again like last season. <laughs> I feel like it could uh, I feel like it could happen. But yeah, they probably need to win this game because uh, Cardinals on a Monday night in a big spot doesn't feel like there's going to be many easier games than that just with the way the Cardinals self-implode. But hey, I'm going to go for Kyler Murray and we'll see what New England does uh, with Matt Jones. It could be some Bailey Zappi calls if uh, Patriots don't score any points on this game. Um, cool. That's it for, for week 14. So differences again, not many, but a couple of three and a halfs and then a one and a half. So we've got Jags. For me, I've gone plus three and a half. You've gone Titans minus three and a half. I've gone Chargers plus three and a half. You've gone Dolphins minus three and a half. Uh, and as we just spoke about, I've gone Cardinals plus one and a half. You're going to regret that. You've gone Patriots minus one and a half. And you believe in Ramondre Stevenson there, it feels like, to get to get the win there for the Pats. Um, but yeah, approaching playoff time, obviously... Um, sorry we've missed a couple of Monday pods the last few weeks my work's been nuts but should be able to, to be back on schedule next week um, looking forward to the playoff run remember to go follow us at go4two pod two being the number two um, follow Patrick at Mugs NFL to get any of your NFL gear that you want or NBA gear it's Christmas as well so why not get yourself a uh, Kyler Murray Hopkins <laughs> jumper there Santa Claus hats on that sounds nice um, but yeah we should be back Monday enjoy the weekend guys we'll speak to you soon yeah speak to you soon everyone